A few years ago, I went to a leadership training for entrepreneurs at the San Diego Circus Center. I trained on the silks. I did the trampoline. And I even trained with a professional clown. It was a very interesting and amazing experience. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you all about it and what I learned. So let's dive in. Are you ready to open up and talk about all things business? I'm Crystal Vilkaitis, a curious entrepreneur who loves talking about business, especially over a glass of wine. I started Crystal Uncorked to share open and honest conversations about my journey and talk to other entrepreneurs about their experiences. We pull back the curtain and talk about the highs and the lows. Wine isn't required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. All right, before we start talking about the circus, circus for entrepreneurs, I have to share what I'm drinking. I have a delicious 2019 Syrah by Akash, which is a winery in Temecula. I was able to interview Akash himself, which was amazing in season one in the vineyard. Like it was one of the coolest setups. Um, And this is called Dreamville, which I so love. And they etch their bottles. It's a really delicious Syrah, very bold. So cheers. And let's talk about the circus. So my f- dear friend, Stacy Murphy, who is also going to be on a future episode of Crystal and Corked, we're going to talk about NFTs, a little bit of a different topic, but she created this leadership training. She herself just always had this desire to train at the Circus Center. Now, let me tell you, the San Diego Circus Center is where all the Cirque du Soleil performers practice and train. Okay. If you've ever seen a Cirque du Soleil show, you know how insane these people are. Like they are so freaking talented. It blows my mind. And so Stacy always wanted to train uh, there and she did. Like she just took this leap of faith and started training there. And she created this amazing program where entrepreneurs, there was about 12 of us, uh, spent a day there. And like I mentioned in the intro, we did the silks, we worked with the clown, we did the trampoline. And she had these amazing exercises for us after each of the stations where we would journal about what came up for us. And definitely some things came up for me and I want to talk about that in this show. So when we started, we obviously we get there, we meet our our group of the 12 entrepreneurs and we do some stretching and then Stacy gives us these red shirts and it talks about it's like our super word and there's a there's a blank box that we can write what our word is going to be for the day that describes who we want to be. Not necessarily who we are today. What do you want to attract? Who do you want to be? And right off the bat, I was like, oh my God, I fucking love this exercise because we're picking, it's kind of like manifesting, right? And like moving into who we see ourselves and where we want to be. And then everybody would call us by those names. So you wouldn't call people by their normal name. You would call them by the name on their shirt. So for me, the word I chose was risk taker. This was back in May of 2019. And I just always feel like I'm not a big risk taker. Like I 
I don't invest a lot of money in advertising. If we could grow organically, I'll do it, even though that means we grow slower. Um, you know, I just, I don't always put myself out there as much as I could or go for some of the big fish. And, you know, it depends on who you ask in my life because there are certainly people that say they think I am a risk taker because they're measuring myself to them and they feel like they don't take a lot of risks. And a lot of people have said to me, well, you started a business like that's a risk in itself. And that is true. But I don't feel like I take a lot of risks in my business. Like I play it kind of safe and um, and where I feel comfortable, like being comfortable really means something to me. Like I need that. So I was like in this period where I really wanted to take more risks and I really wanted to grow the company. And so I was like, I'm going to be a risk taker. So all day, everybody was calling me risk taker. Okay. First up, our first station was the silks. And I'm like, we had, we broke off into four groups of three and I was the last person in my group to get up on the silks and I'm watching everybody as they're doing it. We had a Cirque, um, I don't know, Cirque star, I don't know, Cirque performer show us what to do. So there was this whole training. She showed us what to do with our feet and how to wrap it around and how to pull up with your arms and you'd always use your arm strength. You can use your legs and like how to do it. Right. So I was one of the last people to do it. So I had to sit back and watch everybody else go. And everybody was great. Like they were climbing up. They were just like doing such a great job. So I was feeling like really excited to get up there and have it be my turn. And I love performing. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on the silks and people are going to be like, whoa, look at Crystal. She just gets it so fast. She's going so high. How amazing for her. No, that's not at all what happened. (laughs) I get up on the silks and I like I'm totally getting caught up in how I want to look and I'm going to be amazing that I'm not following what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to wrap and use your leg strength. And the other thing is that I am definitely the weakest, most out of shape person in this group of 12. Okay. Like it's kind of hilarious when I look back at it. I am not in shape. I have no upper body strength. I just, I, these people, because they were all talking in our breaks and such like about this run they did or this hike or their workout that morning. And a lot of them knew each other. And Stacy who puts this on is in incredible, she's in incredible shape and strong. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I have no strength. (laughs) I should have thought of this. What was I thinking? But obviously I pushed through and it's not like I really needed the strength, but it would have helped. Um, So like, obviously I don't have the strength and then I'm going into it with my ego of like how cool I can be. So I totally sucked at the silks. And once I kind of like recalibrated and somebody kind of helped me know, reminder, this is what you need to do. And then I did that and I did a little bit, you know, I I did okay. And then we went on the mat we kind of did some journaling and Stacy asked us some questions in between each session that I'll share. These are awesome questions that I think no matter where you're at in your business or even in your life, some of these could really help you. You might want to write some of these down actually. Um, But before we started like getting into those questions, when I sat down on the mat, I was like, wow, I was really comparing myself to everybody else. And that is like so not a fair comparison because I am so fucking out of shape. Like I, so that in itself was like, oh, and I totally do that in business. 
I compare and I'll be like, oh, but that person has a bigger audience. Oh, that person's speaking on more stages. Oh, that person's doing six-figure launches, seven-figure launches, has a seven-figure business. Why don't I? You know, like oh, that constant compare. And I did it again. And I started becoming more aware of when I was comparing myself. And I'm going to be honest, I'm human. I still fucking do this. It's hard to break. I don't think it's impossible. I'm someone who's competitive. And so I will compare. But that was like, that was a big thing for me. So I was like, I can't compare. This is, there's no comparison here. Now, here's some of the questions that she asked us after that exercise. Again, you might want to write down some of these. Now, the first was, how do you make um, visible your power word, which mine was risk taker. And I was like, Oh, I really like, I guess being at the circus, I that's risk, uh, risk taker, like doing the silks and having no strength. <laughs> I guess that's risky. <laughs> right. Um, but like, I just, you know, I was able to kind of reflect upon that. And it was eye opening for me. I'm, you know, it wasn't taking a lot of risks and wasn't where I wanted to be. She also asked, what do you tell yourself when you nail it? And when you don't? And that was like, that was a really great question. I think that for us to just reflect on self-talk and, you know, what do we say to ourselves? Because I'll totally be like, oh, I I killed it. Like, I'm not afraid to be like, I did fucking awesome. Like, I think everybody should not be afraid to say I'm awesome. Like, I did a great job. But when I don't do a great job, when I don't nail it, I mean, that can be tough. Like, I've talked about some of those situations on the show where I like, just totally messed up a speaking gig and they didn't like me. And I was like, oh my God, I just, oh, I wanted to shrivel up into a ball. And I was like, God, you're, what are you doing? This is so awkward. Like you could have prepared more. There's so much that goes on. And so that was a great lesson of like, how do I talk to myself when I don't nail it? And how can I change those words to be more encouraging? Then we move into training with the clown. And this exercise, this segment was the most awkward for me because if you think about a clown, they don't really talk, right? It's all about like facial expressions and body movement and how they use the space in the room and how they make people laugh and surprise and all those elements, right? And I am a communicator. I'm a speaker. So for me to shut up and like do things in a room of strangers with my body and like use the space, I felt really out of my element. And um, it was also hard because I just care so much about what people think. This is an ongoing thing for me. I do have a lot of fear around that. And so I'm sure everybody in that room was thinking about themselves and focusing on what they were doing. But I was like, they were pro- all eyes are probably on me. I look so stupid. I'm so uncomfortable. Like I really struggled with that segment. But here was the, <laughs> the kicker of it is as we started it, the clown comes in and he's not in clown gear. It's just like a normal guy. And I'm sitting there as he's talking and I'm like, kind of confused because I don't know if you're like me. I always wonder what clowns actually look like. Like, I I don't know if that's a weird thought or not, but like I've always, if you go to a party or you're at a show or something and I had a clown when I was a kid and you're like, um, 
that sounds weird. Like I had a pet clown. <laughs> I had a clown as a kid. <laughs> I carried him around with me. Um, no, I had one birthday party. A clown came to my birthday party. Uh, and I always sit there like, what does this person look like? Like if you saw them out at the grocery store, you, you would never recognize them, right? So I'm like, are they scary looking? Are they hot? Like what are they? So this clown is super cute. So as he's talking... I'm watching him and I'm like, holy shit, like what if all clowns are cute? What if they're like all hot, but they're all like in this makeup and oh my gosh, like I'm just really kind of shocked how cute he is. And I'm really judging him almost like every single mannerism. I'm watching his eyes, his hand movement. And then I have this whole thought like, whoa, he's cute. I never really thought clowns would be cute. So I'm like cocking my head to the right and kind of like scrunching my eyebrows together, listening. And this is at the very beginning. And he all of a sudden calls me out and he says, like you, risk taker, your your head's cocked to the side. You're kind of looking at me, you know, intensely, almost like you're judging me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He totally caught me like I I am. I'm really shocked. But then now I'm on blast. Like then everybody looks at me and, and I was so shocked. I'm like, oh, no, and I, I didn't know what to say. And I he didn't he just kind of moved on with what he was talking about because it was about facial expressions and body movement and every little thing that we do. But he fucking called me out. So that that was the start of it. So I was like extra worried that I was doing the wrong thing. Do I look judgy? Do I look whatever? But ever since that time with the clown, I realized I do that. When I'm really listening to people, I cock my head and I look and I focus. And that is the way that I just pay attention. And that is the way, reason, I've got a nice wrinkle right in between my eyebrows. So uh, that was my clown experience. I wish it was a little more fun being a clown, but it was uh, interesting. Now, here are the questions that were asked after the clown section, which I really like um, these questions. So one was, what are you doing to amuse and delight your clients? What are you doing to amuse and delight your clients? Write that one down. Think about that one. I love the way that's worded because it gives you fresh perspective on your marketing and your customer experience. And um, the other one was, how can I have more fun in my marketing and sales? And that was also a big one for me because I feel like uh, I can be a little more serious. I can definitely lighten up and have fun and be goofy and tell my dad jokes and all the things. But like, I can also be really serious. And Dustin said this to me in the past, like sometimes I just wish you would lighten up and I need to take his advice. And I'm going to actually do a CU episode about lightening up. I've, I have some great stories to share um, that are around my mom, actually. So uh, I need to lighten up a little bit and to think about having fun in my sales and marketing changes how we're looking at our systems, our process, how I'm communicating with the team, how we're communicating with the customers. So I really encourage you to ask those questions for your business as well. Now, the final section was the trampoline. And I loved the trampoline as a kid. My friend Kate had a trampoline and I wanted to be over there all the time. My parents, I, I was on my Christmas list, my birthday list for years. They never got me a trampoline, but Kate had one so I could use it. And so at the circus center, you like climb up this big ladder and the trampoline runs along the along the entire back wall. So it's this really long, skinny trampoline. And then at the very end of it is a whole pit of 
foam cubes that you can like jump into. And they obviously do like uh, epic flips into this pit of cubes, um, pit of foam. And so I loved this section. It's definitely my favorite. I was like jumping really high and they they were like, whoa, like, and I, I had good form. I felt like I did really great. And, but then at the end, when we got to the end, they told us to flip into the foam pit. I would get to the end and then I stopped jumping and I was on the edge and I was just terrified. And I was like, ah, like I couldn't jump and flip in. I just felt so scared. So then I came back to try it again. I'm like, I'm going to try it again. And what's so cool is I hear all my people in the back, everybody who's participating, they're like, come on, risk taker. You could do it, risk taker. So I'm jumping and I'm jumping and I'm like, I got this. You're a risk taker. You're a risk taker. And I get to the edge again and I don't jump. And instead I just go, ah! and I just tumble into the foam. So I did kind of flip in, but I saw in my head again, this epic performance of this high flip with this amazing, you know, or this high jump with this amazing flip and a perfect, you know, whoosh, go right into the foam and applause. And it's like, oh, this is what I was meant to do for my whole life. I am joining Circus Center and I will just be the trampoline star. That was not the case at all. I got totally terrified to flip into the pit. Everybody was encouraging. I have a video of this. I will share the video on Instagram as well as on the blog on crystalandcork.com so you could see it. It's kind of funny. Um, And then what's funny is you get into the foam pit and then you have to get out. Now, remember how I said I'm really out of shape and I have no upper body strength? Yeah, that's really fucking hard to get out of the pit. And then you're looking back. So you're like under your head is under all these foam cubes. And you look back at somebody's jumping and they're, you don't want to ruin their groove, right? They're feeling themselves. They are coming. They're going to flip and they're going to fucking land on me. So I got to get out. So I'm moving as fast as I can. I'm like kind of panicking. I'm moving my legs as fast. I'm moving my arms. I'm trying to get out of this person's way. I barely make it out, but it took me so long just to make it to the side. It's hilarious. I wish we had a video of that. We do not. That was like one of the most challenging things of the day. <laughs> um, and then I had to lift myself out of that pit. And I'm like, God damn it. Again, with the butt, with the upper body strength. So I made it through though. And something that was really neat, just like a side note, is while we were up there on the trampoline, you overlook the whole Cirque Center. And by this time, a lot of the performers were in doing their stretching and getting ready because we started in the morning and we were working into the afternoon and all these Cirque performers are in there. This one guy did was standing in a perfectly still strong handstand for a solid 15 minutes, like did not move. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was just like, oh my God. And it was cool to see all these people like in their regular clothes and their normal people just like swinging, doing the silks, doing amazing things. Like I could have stayed there all day just watching them practice. It was such a cool experience. Um, After the trampoline, the questions were, what happens when you get really high? What stories do you tell yourself about how easy or hard you are working? Where's the, where's the hang time in your business, the space where one action has the greatest leverage? That hang time, you're high up that one second, like that hang time. Oh man, I loved being up there. I felt so free up there. That was so epic for me. 
Um, but, you know, really thinking about that one action, largest leverage, like how do we really leverage? What are we doing? Work smarter, not harder, right? And I think that's an ongoing question. I just said it today on a meeting I was in of like, I really need us to focus on being more efficient. I've been really focused on efficiencies lately, actually. So which I'll talk about in a future episode. So that was my experience. I mean, overall, uh, I learned that I'm really out of shape. (laughs) Obviously, I knew that. I didn't learn that. Um, But I did leave that day wanting to embody my word, right? Risk taker. I wanted to put myself out there more. And I wanted to believe in myself and trust myself and not compare right? Like do with what you have today. You have your assets, you have your tools, you have your body, you have your business. How, what can you do with that? How can you leverage? How can you delight your customers, have more fun and don't compare outside? So, um, it was such a great experience for me. And I also learned that I won't always get it right, but the more that I try, the better I'll be. Because like with the trampoline, I got to try several times and each time I got a little higher, a little higher. And then I finally did flip in to the foam where the first try I didn't. And with the silks, the first try I got up there wasn't as good. But the more I tried, the better I'll be. And that so applies to anything, right? Practice makes progress, not perfect. So that's my circus story. I am so curious. Would you do something like that? Like, would you go and train where Cirque du Soleil performers train and do the silks and work with a clown and do the trampoline? Let me know. DM me on Instagram. I'm at Crystal Uncorked. Or you could comment on this blog post or you could email me. Cheers at crystaluncorked.com. You know, just talk to me. I want to hear what you think about this episode and if you would do it. And uh, if you're curious to learn more, circusforentrepreneurs.com. I don't think they have an active training right now, but you could fill in that form to get more information if there is one in the future. She's also talking about doing something with the trapeze, which would be so cool. I don't, I mean, I think I would do it. I would try it, but actually I would have to really work on my upper body strength for that one too. (laughs) So uh, that is my circus story. Let's do one more cheers with this delicious Syrah by Akash. Mm, So good. And on next week's episode, we're kicking off April. It's Autism Awareness Month. And I've got my friend Mary Barbera, who is a doctor. She's an author. She is just a powerhouse woman who is on a mission to turn autism around. So tune into that episode to learn more about her business and how she's helped kiddos with autism and um, how you can learn more too. All right. I'll see you on the next see you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's keep this conversation going. Join me on Instagram. I'm at Crystal Uncorked. And I need to tell you, thank you so much for listening to this show. It truly means the world to me. If you're enjoying Crystal Uncorked, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Okay. I'll see you on the next see you. Cheers, friend.